You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. You can follow me on Instagram at tripadvice. You can follow me on TikTok at tripadvice. And you can follow me all the way over on YouTube. Trip Advice with two Ps. Guys, I am so excited today. Man, oh, I love it. I found a gem, an absolute gem of an episode. And it's one that is uh, from the archives, I like to say. It, it was originally released February 1st, 2017, so almost exactly six years ago. And it still gets some downloads here and there. I think it says last month in January, about 50 people listened to it. So I apologize if this is a rerun for you, but to be honest, it deserves to be a rerun. I think that guy should be listening to this episode way more than once, unless you're taking like really intense notes, because I'm going to be going over these three mantras that will help you destroy the fear of talking to girls. I want you to say these things before you go out and talk to girls. So if you suffer from approach anxiety, if you are afraid to get rejected, if you're starting this journey off and you just don't know what to do, this is the episode for you. This is a note taker. You're going to hear three things, three different things, and I will explain each of them. Little mantras. It's funny because I say it's like a mantra, but it's also just kind of like a a thing you should do. So it's kind of like both. And these are three things that you're going to be using to help you here. So write them down, memorize them, use this. I just listened to this entire episode and it's just gold. Man, I love it. And I don't want older episodes that are just old so people don't scroll back as far because I put out two uh, videos. I put two podcasts out per week, which is a lot. That's like a hundred episodes in a whole year. And we're episode seven, 10 right now. So I just don't want them to get lost. And I know they do. It's just how it works. So there's so much gold, so many gems in these random episodes of 700. So bringing this one up to the front, you're going to love it. I love it. It's so good that I'm going to be taking some of this material and even repurposing it and talking about it in my other social media. So YouTube and Instagram and all that stuff. Really good. You're going to really enjoy it and get a lot out of it. Before we get into it, I I want to talk about something. And I was thinking about maybe doing a whole episode on this, and maybe I will. But it's just so fresh in my head that I thought, I want to chat with you about it now. And it's a not a client, but a friend of mine who is you know, trying to find a relationship, trying to find a wife, trying to find someone to be with. And he's dating this girl and he's in about month, what is it? He said four or month five of dating this girl. And he's starting to learn a lot about her as one does when you've been dating a girl for four to five months. And so he called me up yesterday and he said, hey man, I just, I got to ask you some questions and just talk with you about this relationship. There's a lot of things that are bugging me. And I'm going to spare you, listener, the details. But let's just say that there's a lot of different things 
that he didn't, he's, he's discovering he's not loving about her. And I said, okay, well, this is good. This is completely normal. This is why you date. This is why you spend time with a girl before you move in together and, and do anything really big. And so they were and have been hanging out quite a bit. They see each other almost every single weekend. And sometimes those weekends go for two or three days because they spend the whole weekend together. And so he's finding out a lot about her. He's not sure. And one of the things that he's unsure about is just that she's unclear of what kind of life she wants to live. So she's not really sure what kind of life she wants to live in the fact of where does she want to live and does she want to have this lifestyle or that lifestyle. She's on the younger side, and so she just hasn't figured some of those things out yet. And he has most of those things figured out. He knows what kind of life he wants to live, where he wants to live, if he wants kids. He knows how much money he's going to be bringing in, so he knows whether or not he wants a woman to be coming in and bringing in money or being a homemaker. He's got some of those things figured out. But the problem to me is, because he's saying all these things, like he's he's upset at her almost. Like there's like this resentment building up where she doesn't have her life figured out. And she mentioned, oh, you know, maybe it'd be cool if we lived on like a, a homestead, which is like a sustainable living, like a farm almost. And he was like, oh, okay, I, I could be interested in that. And he did a lot of research on it and looked into it because she didn't have a lot of information on it. She just kind of came to him and said, oh, that's something I might want to do. And so he did a lot of research on it. And he comes to me on this conversation and he goes, why the fuck am I doing all this? Why am I doing all this research? She should be coming to me with this. This is annoying that I have to be doing all this research, figuring things out because I want to know what are the possibilities for our future. And I said, bro, chill. I got to be real with you. This is not her fault. You are creating resentment. You're creating a problem that is not her fault. And I was being real with him, right? It's like, I'm not here to sugarcoat and just agree with everything he says. That's not how you help someone. Same thing with working with clients, friends, family, whatever, right? So I said to him, listen, that's on you. She never asked you to research this. You went ahead and did that. You're creating a problem and creating a resentment all because you're just worried about what the future holds. So I said, the situation here is not her problem. It's your problem. You clearly have a problem with her not knowing what kind of life she wants to live in lifestyle. She doesn't have it all figured out because she's kind of young, but that shouldn't have anything to do with it. Whether she's young or older, doesn't matter. That bothers you. And because that bothers you, you're creating all these problems in your head. But to be honest, this is where I gave him some more tough love and, and reality. You are not clear on what you want. The fact that you are researching some of these things and seeing and being so open-minded it says to me that you don't know what kind of lifestyle you want to live because Let's say, for example, this person knew and they said, yeah, I know that I want to live, for example, in a city or in a suburb right near a city, nowhere near a farm or rural or sustainable. These are how many kids I want. This is, the, this is what I want to do on a day-to-day -day basis. And again, it doesn't have to be to the minute, 
but at least an idea of how you want your life to go. If he had that, if you have that, again, I'm telling this story to help you, listener, then it's going to be so much easier to guide the conversations when you're understanding and figuring out what is kind of lifestyle does this woman want? Because a person in this example, like let's say, didn't want to live on a homestead or a farm or a sustainable living, wouldn't research or do any of that. He would just shut it down immediately. He would say, hey, listen, that's not the kind of life that I'm looking to live. I'm not, I'm not personally really interested in that. And then that would be that. She would say, well, I'm very interested in that. And this is not going to work out. Or she'd say, oh, I'm actually, that's not non-negotiable for me. I don't really care about that. And then those two would, would figure it out. Or maybe she would end up, this would force her to do the research and say, let me just present to you what I'm talking about here. And then she says to him, hey, I did all this research. This is what it means. This is what it looks like. Does this now sound interesting to you or not? And then they can make the decisions from there, right? So the point of this story is that you, my friend, you need to figure out what you want. And I know right now you're listening to this because this is about you know destroying fear of approaching and talking to girls. But if any of you out there are looking for a relationship and you get to the point where you are able to use the mantras I'm going to be talking about, and then you meet more women and you end up in a relationship, you got to know what you're looking for. And it doesn't even have, it can be a non-relationship, by the way. If you're just looking to hook up and have some fun, great, know that. That's fine. Own that. And if you don't know, that's okay too, but it's not okay to just go, I don't know, I'll figure it out later. At least start that process now. I don't care if you're 22 or 70 years old listening to this. It's really important to know because it's going to make your life easier. We do the hard work now so that life becomes a little bit easier. And then it's going to be easy to go down the road that you are looking to go down and be with the kind of women that you want to be with and have the relationships and dating life that you're looking for. I will admit, I, I struggle with this and I didn't think about it for a long time. Eventually, I did, which was great. And it was a tough process, but it was going to be even more tough if I didn't think about it. So get on the same page as yourself. Understand what you want, what you're looking for. And just keep that in the back of your mind. So anyway, that could have been another episode where we could have dived further into that. But it's so fresh in my head that I just I wanted to get it out to the listeners who, uh, who come back and listen to all the episodes. And if you're new here, welcome. This is what we do. We're always giving you all the best resources, techniques, and personal development to become a guy who really achieves what he wants, not only in his relationships and dating life, but in his life in general, being the best man possible. That's what we do for you. And we also have a program that can help you do this so you don't have to do it alone. So if you still fear talking to women or you're not sure what you're looking for, we have coaches on staff who will work with you one-on-one to make sure that you get the results in your dating life and guide you and hold you accountable. It is amazing. By the way, little update, speaking of coaching, I'm going to be joining a coaching program soon. I always tell you guys that I'm always doing some sort of coaching, not literally always, but you know, Every few months, I'm getting into some sort of coaching myself. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be joining a one-on-one coaching accountability program because 
and I'm throwing this out there to the to the universe and to you as a, another way to hold myself accountable, is I'm going to be really working on building mass, building strength in my workouts. I know someone said to me in, uh, in my private Facebook group, Trips Corner, they listened to the episode where I talked about doing a three-day fast, and they're like, Trip, uh, I know you're the expert on dating, but I, I got to tell you, you're not going to build much mass and, and, and when you're working out, when, if you're doing a three-day fast. And I was like, yeah, man, I know. That was for separate reasons, just doing it to experiment and and see if I could do it, right? And for general health purposes, just wanted to, to do that. But in a few weeks when I get to Austin, I'm going to be working with a coach one-on-one to hold me accountable, mainly not for the working out portion. I know tons about working out and form and all that because I've done it so much over the years, but really hold me accountable to get the protein intake that I need. And it was great because I found this person, this coach on TikTok. And yep, it was great. They spoke to me in a way where I was like, this person knows what they're talking about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with them. You should be working with a coach too in all areas of your life. And if you're listening to this right now, that means you need help with dating. So hop on over to the Trip Advice Coaching Program where we can guide you and take care of you and tell you exactly what to do so you don't have to do it yourself. Okay, that's the best part. Get this handled once and for all and make the work easier. Go to tripadvicecoaching.com and apply to work with one of the coaches here. Our coaches on staff are fully trained in the trip advice method and are incredible. You know one of them, if you've been listening to the podcast, and his name is Eric. He's incredible. We also have another coach named Jamal. They've been working with me, one of them for over a year, and one of them for just about a year. So it's uh, it's really insane, the results that they're getting, guys. Honest to God, it's it's incredible. I feel lucky. So much gratitude that these guys are working under the trip advice method, working here with the guys that apply. It's amazing. So hope this helps. A little rant. Let's get into it. Here's my episode from six years ago, where I talk about three things to tell yourself before you go out and talk to girls. Take notes. There were some things that I mentioned to my student when we were working the other week together, some things to get him out of his head. Those are the things that we're going to be going over on today's episode. Some mantras that are really important, some things that I want you to say to yourself constantly when you're going out. I know a lot of guys have a lot of trouble when it comes to approaching women. That's probably the number one question I get not just in the YouTube comments, but when I do Facebook Live, I get that question a lot. How do I approach? What do I say? How am I supposed to start a conversation with a girl? How does the whole thing begin? I know guys have a lot of fears and anxiety around that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm doing the episode today. But that's one of the reasons why I do this coaching because guys need that push. Now, some of the things that I was telling him in order to get him to be more confident were basically just telling him how much women want to be approached. That's not one of the mantras, but I still want you to know that in today's episode. Women want to be approached. I had to tell him that so many times. Not only do women want to be approached, but they also want to have sex, and they want to meet guys, and they want to meet single guys, and they want to meet single awesome guys. That's you. That's you who's listening right now. If you believe truly down in your heart that you are a quality guy, that you are deserving of a woman, then guess what? You deserve to meet a woman. 
And you should be pushing yourself to go out and talk to as many girls as possible. They want to meet you. A woman will not go and approach a man. It takes a lot, a lot of courage to be able to go up and actually approach a guy. And they won't do it because they want the guy to do it, not because they're lazy and not because they're fearful, but because that is kind of their test, right? They want to make sure that the guy that they're with is confident. They're looking for a confident guy. And what's one of the tests of confidence? A guy going up and starting conversation. That's what makes her feel attracted. The same way you might see a girl in a really tight skirt and be like, whoa, that girl's really attractive. Same exact thing happens when you go and approach a girl. The girl's going, wow, that's attractive. This guy's got confidence because he came up to me and started a conversation. And you better believe that if this girl is single and if this girl is willing to meet other guys, which she is if she's single, then she's going to appreciate you coming up to her and you giving her a shot. Yes, that's right. You're giving her a shot. See how I reverse that a little bit? Right? A lot of guys think, oh man, I hope this girl gives me a shot. That's the other way around. You want to give her a shot. You want to be in the mentality of, you know what? I see that girl over there and she's cute. I wonder if she's as cool as she is pretty. Because I know that's why you're going over to approach. That's why we do that, right? There's an initial spark of attraction. That girl's attractive, physically attractive. We go over there. It's up to you to say, you know what? I wonder if this girl is pretty cool. Again, this is not one of the mantras. I haven't even touched them yet. These are maybe bonuses, so to speak, here, but things you should be thinking about. Going up to a girl, understanding that it's you, trying to see if she's cool, and understanding that she wants to meet a single guy if she's single. Okay, that's what is going on here. That's what's happening. Now, in order to do that, in order to make this easy for you, I'm going to be going over these mantras one at a time, things I want you to constantly say to yourself. And when I say mantra, what I mean is a statement or slogan repeated frequently. That is the actual definition. I'm reading the definition right now off of Google. A statement or slogan repeated frequently. So I want you to repeat these to yourself. I want you to say these things over and over and over in your head. And these three things will help you defeat that approach anxiety, that confusion, that, oh no, I'm talking to a girl now, now what am I I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do, right? I want you to repeat these over and over to yourself. All right, I built this up way too much. Let's start with number one. The first one is this. And by the way, there's no order here. There, There might seem to be an order, but... There's really no order here, okay? Here it is. Move toward the pain. Okay, that's the first mantra. Move toward the pain. I want you to say that to yourself constantly. Move toward the pain. A lot of guys will not approach because of that pain. There's this emotional pain that's happening. They feel so uncomfortable. They feel so anxious. And they're trying to do anything they can to move away from the pain, right? That's what we do as human beings. We don't want pain. We don't want physical pain. We don't want emotional pain. We try to get away from it, right? Whenever we feel that pain, the first thing is, ha, ha, how do I get out of it? How do I get out of this? How do I get this away from me as soon as possible? Well, here in this specific situation, we're talking about meeting women, talking to girls. I want you to move toward that pain. Okay, I want you to think about this pain as something that's positive. We're reframing this idea and we're making it more positive. Right now, you see it as negative. 
there's a girl over there, there's a lot of pain involved, I can't go up and talk to her, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do, and then you don't do it, and then you run away, right? You run away, and then you regret it later on. I want you to move toward that pain. That pain is good. That pain, that discomfort, that's telling you that this is the right thing to do. Let's compare this to working out, right? If you've ever worked out before, you know that some of those last reps are very painful, You're really breaking down the muscles when you're working out, right? You're building up that lactic acid. Maybe you're a runner. Maybe you're someone who gets a lot of cardiovascular exercise, right? There's pain involved there because you're breaking down the tissue and you're getting stronger. You want to move toward that pain, right? You want to be able to do those last reps on that last set because that's where growth happens. So, Don't move away from the pain, move toward the pain. And that's the same idea here. So think about that as you're going out and trying to meet women. If you feel the pain, ooh, move toward it. What's going to make you move toward it? Well, the fact that if you're moving toward it, you're going to end up approaching her. And if you move away from the pain, that means you're just sitting in this more comfortable spot where you don't have to go up and start a conversation. Okay, so that's the first mantra. Move toward the pain. Move toward the pain. You say to yourself, You repeat it to yourself, okay, over and over and over again. Move toward the pain. That's the first one. That's the first one. Let's go over the second mantra. Again, the thing that you're going to be saying to yourself as you're going out and you're meeting more women. Here it is. Minimize the time from seeing the girl and approaching. I want you to say that to yourself. I'm going to minimize the time from seeing the girl to approaching, meaning when you see the girl, there's no waiting. Okay? There's no waiting at all. This is what I had to tell my client the other day because he would sit there. He would look at the girl. He would look at her friends. He'd say, oh my God, they're so pretty. Oh my God, they're looking this way. Okay, they're talking to each other. And he'd start analyzing the whole situation. And if you've gone out and you've tried approaching and talking to girls, try to talk to girls at a party, at a bar, wherever, maybe during the day, you've noticed that you become an excuse machine. You start making so many excuses and you start making this as fearful as possible. You build up the fear in your head. And more time that you allow between you and the approach, the more fearful it's going to be, the harder it's going to be, the more difficult it's going to be. You see a pattern here? And you're not going to be able to go up and do it. You're giving yourself more time to run away and you're building up the pain. Again, connected to the first mantra here, move toward the pain, right? What's going to happen is you're going to be building this up so much in your head, the pain is going to be overwhelming, and it's going to be harder for you to move toward that pain. So let's make this painless or as painless as possible. When you see the girl, you will minimize the time from seeing her to approaching, meaning right? Meaning you're going to approach her as soon as possible. There is no waiting. Don't think about it even for a second. You just go up and you start conversation. And this is the problem I see with most of my students who have a tough time approaching is they don't minimize that time. Now, I'll say this. My client did excellent. Okay, I've worked with a lot of guys over the years and coached guys, took them out to bars, took them out during the day, took them out to to clubs and lounges and things like that. And and this guy ended up approaching about 99% of all the girls that I recommended he go up and talk to. And there's a lot, by the way, pretty much nonstop approaching and starting conversation. And he did every single one. And let me say, it's, it's pretty difficult. I've worked with guys who, at some points, it takes them an hour to approach. Or I'll 
you know, tell them all these girls that they can go and talk to. I'll give them the opener and they start going up and talking to them and then they bail. They're about to go up there and then they bail or they go up and they start conversation and then they bail. This guy went up and did it to every single girl. Now you might be thinking, oh, Trip, he's, he's, he's good. He's got to be ahead of me. He's probably done this a lot more. He's used to it. No, actually he hasn't. He is one of the most frightened guys I've ever worked with. He was very scared. He's, you know, in his 30s and he's trained him, himself his whole life to not talk to strangers. Can you imagine? You're 35 years old. Maybe you are right now listening to this, 35, and you've been constantly moving away from the pain and constantly trying to make sure you don't interact with anyone because you're so scared and, you know, a lot of guys, they're very uh, strategic thinkers, so they think, well, unless I, I need to get something from this person, unless the conversation is going to be constructive, why should I talk to them? Right? A lot of girls will just kind of chit-chat and, and they talk about a lot of different things. Guys are kind of using uh, language and communication as a way to get something, as a way to uh, move forward with something. And so they will stay away from conversation. Well, girls will catch up and they'll gossip and do all those things. So a lot of guys don't have that practice you know that I don't have that practice of going up and talking to girls just like this guy he didn't have the practice and so being that all these years he wasn't able to do that this was pretty hard for him but he wanted it really badly that was the difference between him and some of my other clients you know obviously I pushed him but there's only so much I can do I can't pick him up and place him in front of a girl there's only so much I can really do right he is going to have to make the decision himself but he wanted it so bad and of course we coached and I made it easy on him and there's a whole method to my madness to get him to, to go up there. And really that method is just going up and then starting light conversation and then working your way up. So maybe you go up to a girl just to, to help you get into a social mode and ask her where the bathroom is or ask her what a good drink to get it here is. Or if it's during the day, you ask a girl you know, where you can get a really nice button-down shirt or ask her opinion on something that you're wearing. Right? I call those warm-ups. And then from there, you can go further and further down the line and start conversations with intention of getting their number, or at least move the conversation to a level where you're flirting with them and you're asking them out. So this guy, he really wanted it. He really wanted to change. He really wanted to to get better. And it was inspiring. I mean, it was inspiring for me to even see that. You know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys don't push themselves that hard. And I think that we can all take a lesson from this. When you really want something, you're gonna go after it and you're gonna do it even if you're scared. So, so I'm proud of him for moving toward the pain and I'm proud of him for doing his best to minimize the time from seeing the girl and then approaching. Like I said, he was 99%, but still he would wait a while before he'd go up to the girl. I had to psych him out and get him to finally go up there and do it. But I could see the fear in his eyes grow as he waited longer and longer and longer. So I'd have to repeat in his head, minimize the time, go, 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 go. The longer you wait, the more painful it's going to be. The longer you wait, the more painful it's going to be. And he was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And then he would go and start talking to the girl. So we're two mantras in. Let's go to the third mantra. Again, just to recap here. First mantra, move toward the pain. Second mantra, minimize the time from seeing the girl to approaching. Approach right away. Now the third one, the third one was something that I had to tell him to get him to stay in the conversation. He would leave too early. He'd go up, talk to them for ooh, I don't know, two, three minutes at most, five, but that was even pushing it. And then he'd come back to me and I'd ask him, you know, what happened and how did it go? And he said, I ran out of things to say. 
I said to him, well, why don't you just say anything? He's like, what do you mean say anything? I'm like, why don't you just keep talking? He's like, what do I talk about? I said anything. And that's how the third mantra came to be. When you're talking to girls or a group of people, the third mantra is this. Always be talking, say anything. That's two parts. Always be talking, say anything. Okay? I want you to say that to yourself. This is the third mantra. Always be talking, say anything. Always be talking, or talking about what? Anything. It doesn't matter. Literally anything. You might be thinking, well, Trip, can I talk about this? I'm just going to answer right now, yes. The only thing I would say is, let's use common sense here. Let's not say anything completely creepy or overtly sexual that is going to creep her out. I don't think you're going to do that anyways. I think you're a better guy than that. Of course, you can say sexual things. There's a time and place for that. But let's just wait till you're a little bit more advanced and you're able to read the situation a little bit better when you're talking to girls. But just know this. You can say anything. Even if the conversation dies, you can bring up anything, even something that has nothing to do with you. So, for example, I actually had my student go up and I had him say as an opener, have you ever been to Norway? And I told him to go say that to a group of girls. And he told me, well, I've never been to Norway, so why would I ask that? I said, bro, you're too much in your head. It doesn't matter what you say. You can say anything. It doesn't matter if you've been to Norway or not. It doesn't matter if what you're talking about, you know everything about and can have a whole conversation about it. And that was the point I was trying to make. That's why I had him go up and say, have you ever been to Norway? And when he did that, what happened? He actually got into his longest conversation of the whole night, talking to three girls at the same time. And no girl was like, why are you coming up and talking to us about that? No girl was weirded out. In fact, they were interested in it. One of those girls, she actually has been there before, right? So there you go. I even told him to go up to a couple girls and say, I like peanut butter. You know what? I fucking love peanut butter, right? And he actually did love peanut butter. So he wasn't lying. It was something that he did. And then he got into conversation for a little bit. He still ditched out. I wanted him to stay in a little bit longer with that one. But the point here is, is you can say anything. You can go up to girls and you can just talk about anything you want, anything that's interesting to you. Something I actually talk about in my Hooked program is this idea of the law of state transference. And this is this idea that when you're talking to someone, the energy that you're putting out, the state that you're in, more specifically, the emotions that you're emitting, those get picked up by the person you're talking to. So for example, If you're really sad and you go up to someone or you're talking to a friend and you're talking about depressing things, you know, you're going to transfer that emotion onto the other person. The other person's going to start to feel sorry for you. They're going to feel a little sad and depressed themselves. You know, same thing is if you go up to someone all excited about something, you're going to start to feel excited. It's very easy for a human and a human to get together and connect with each other. Okay. Emotions get transferred this way. It's called the law of state transference. So, When you're going up to a girl and you're talking about something that's exciting to you or interesting to you or something that you want to talk about or something that's funny to you, right? Like going up to a girl and saying, I fucking love peanut butter, right? It's so ridiculous. But if that's funny to you, that's going to be funny to them too. They're going to be like, what is this guy talking about? They might be a little weirded out at first, but you just keep talking. Again, third mantra, always be talking, say anything. So I want you to be saying that to yourself in your head all the time. Always be talking, say anything. This is going to prevent you from leaving the conversation. In fact, all three of these mantras are created for you to be able to start the conversation, continue the conversation, and continue moving forward 
with the interaction. That's why I want you to move toward the pain, right? Moving toward the pain that doesn't just have to do with going up to a girl and starting the conversation. You might be in the middle of a conversation being like, I don't know what to say next. And then you're like, oh, it's painful. And then you walk away because you're trying to get away from the pain. I'm telling you, stay in conversation, move toward the pain. What's next? Always be talking, say anything. I want you to take these mantras, write them down, okay? Write them all down and say them to yourself. Put them on your phone, put them on a piece of paper and read them to yourself so you memorize them and you say them to yourself every single time you go out and try to meet women. And I promise you, the more and more you repeat these mantras to yourself, the more and more they start to soak into your subconscious and you start to really understand them and they become part of you to the point where you're never even going to need them anymore. And then you're going to be automatically moving toward the pain, minimizing time from seeing the girl to approaching. And then of course, you're just always going to be talking and saying anything. They're going to become habitual. And that's what I want for you. So in order to make them habitual, you need to repeat them over and over and over. So use those 